Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Nonetheless, as, as Joe had already mentioned, we talked about specifically the coming together and yoking with the non-believers. And when you have somebody, and that's why I think this clip is important before we even get to really how, how dirty this thing whole thing is, um, when you have somebody that had already said that the rap industry, the rap genre is from Satan, and when you think of one of the biggest rappers' success success stories, especially when you talk about their their label, their everything now clothing line, rock aware now. The biggest. You also have their management in sports, representing some of the biggest sports players, whether it's Des Bryant before or whether it's Kevin Durant or so forth. These guys are all over the place, just just many many millions of dollars, and they're everywhere. Not to mention he's married to Beyonce. But nonetheless, we have him teaming back up after leaving for one album. Now he just did a release party, um, kind of just to showcase some of his music that's not even all the way With finished Jason, yet. I'm not sure if he said his name. I haven't said his name yet, but I will. And, uh, and when he did a release party, you're actually going to hear, as Joe mentioned, Jay-Z's voice singing on the album Donda, named after Kanye West's late mother. Made in the image of God, that's a selfie. Pray five times a day, so many felonies. Who gonna post my bell? Lord, help me. Hold on, Donnie, I'm with your baby when I touch back road. Total stop, all of that red cap, we going home. Not me with all of these sins, casting stones. This might be the return of the throne. Well, it seems like we're going back to something we've talked about on a number of things. In fact, one section of what would be eventually, Lord willing, will be uh, the, the updated version of the Solar Souls Rock and Roll is the self-deification of so many artists. And Jay-Z's wife, actually, we have a, clip, a picture that she put on Instagram that she actually took down, but we saved it nonetheless of her as Jesus on the Last Supper. And this is something, the Jesus factor here was something of a blasphemous self-deification as well. And the Hova, and it seems like that's something that according to the new song that Jay-Z is bringing back there with Kanye. Yeah, you have Hova, which is short for Jehovah, Yahweh, uh, which was the nickname that uh, basically Jay-Z went by, call himself God, uh, Jesus, uh, Kanye West had said that was his God name, so he was calling himself Jesus. He'd pose for Rolling Stone with a, a crown of thorns. You know, he shows himself in the song Power Between Two Other Crosses. Uh, he often uh, pretended to be Jesus in different ways, and it was a total mockery. In fact, he did some gospel-type stuff, basically presenting him as such. So it was kind of interesting, this transition, but he's calling Jesus the king now, and when he has this transition, you're hoping he had a Nebuchadnezzar experience. And we have to be careful because sometimes... We can be cynical and say, okay, that guy saw. He cannot be a real Christian. He's killing Christians. 
comes the Apostle Paul. Nebuchadnezzar, oh, that guy can't really have repented. The guy repents, man. So, of course, you look. You have to be say, okay, what? God, God's grace is amazing, but if it's at work, there's a true transformation. So now we see him going back to the worst of the vomit. He's saying going back on the, uh, he's talking about suggesting going back on the throne. And it's in that context where he talks about taking the throne again. He talks about, you know, Kanye is Jesus and himself is Jehovah. And this is a Kanye West song yep. that Kanye is doing with him. You know, so you're like, come on, guys. It's, it, it, this is nitpicking. This isn't saying, okay, you know what? This is a young, a young professing Christian. This is the guy going back to the vomit, it appears. Uh, and, and especially when you get in the Nas stuff as well, uh, Nas X stuff. So this is actually reprehensible uh, because... I was getting ready to expose uh, before Kanye, you know, claimed to have repented. He was a big part of my update. We had done an update by showing, and when we did live presentations, uh, you could see I had a whole section, I still do, on uh, Kanye West. And and now I could show some of the stuff in the context of now he claims to change, but let's watch. It was kind of questioning and, and, and so forth. But he wears the Baphomet, you know, uh, the, the, the satanic goat head on his shirt, and so forth. Uh, more than one shirt, more than one, you know, more than one picture. One's his a t-shirt with well. red, it's pants, you're right. He'd use the goat head, just like Beyonce, just, you know, and so forth. They knew what was going on. Now, we're not talking about just the goat's head, too. We're talking about the, the, Beyonce using the full-blown Baphomet symbol, which is using Satanism. And when you have them teaming up, and he knows, he's got to know, he's, you know, they're, they're doing Lucifer together, and Jay-Z claims to be possessed by demons, is Jay-Z claiming to have repented and become a Christian? Well, you look at the lyrics, man. Singing about Hove and Jay-Z. Uh, Hove and Jesus, you know, taking the, the throne again. Ah, oh, man, it's really, really sad, actually. Yeah, it's interesting because one of the main parts also that you talked about a lot that we've had a discussion with, and I, I don't know if anyone's really seen as much of this material, but the fact is on his song Power, when he performed it, mm -hmm. you saw all the Egyptian symbolism. You saw even on the... The screen uh, or the image of the song, it was like a Middle Eastern king with his head cut off in the clouds. And then you see him singing this song, Power, uh, and performing it with this a giant Horus I, as yeah, a necklace. Horse. This big, I mean, ginormous. Yeah. Uh, it just. Yeah, and that's one thing I was exposing. You won't see it in They Sold Their Souls, but in my live presentations, uh, I think it was like $800,000, you know, or so. And he supposedly had rented it, you know, and it's this huge, just. He's obviously making a point. He's got these, you know, pyramids for, 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 for rings. He's got horse dangling. And this is important because when the song Power, I looked at the lyrics there and, uh, man, he's talking about, it's too deep to go into, but it's about power and it's about, and he's singing about power. And keep in mind now, Aleister Crowley, his whole new age, which he called, which they called the, the third, which for the Crowleyite and the followers of Aleister Crowley, uh, they're following not only Satanism, but they're following Horus as the crown and conquering child of the new eon. And they were leaving the eon of Christ, and they say we're moving into the eon of Horus, the crown and conquering child, the hawk-headed God. And Crowley says, with my hawk's head, I peck out the age of the eyes of Jesus while he hangs upon the cross. Uh, a, a vivid, wicked, horrific picture of the old age of Christianity ending in this new age of Horus. Uh, who represented the beast, the Antichrist, probably would sign the same name, the beast, 666. Oh, there'll be a new age. We're going into it. It's going to be 42 months long. 
We made a seven-year pact with, uh, with the, uh, the many that the Antichrist will make. In the middle of that seven years, three and a half years, he'll rule. He has just such a short rule. It's just pathetic, you know? His 15 milliseconds of fame compared to eternity, right? Uh, and he's squashed, you know, by Jesus at Jesus' second coming. Uh, so, and our God reigns over the universe. His reign never uh, ends, you know? It, it happens. It's Christ reigning from heaven right now. But the, God, Satan is the God of this world system. So it's kind of interesting in that song, I said to Tony... Tony, often you remember that, man. I sent you the guitar, the uh, synthesizer work from that because I'm looking at that song. I'm saying, look at the lyrics. Cries, screams from the 80s, you know, from that whole the whole heavy metal thing was pushing all the Crowley stuff. There's just very interesting lyrics uh, uh, about this, like, you know, it's heralding this 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 age of Horus kind of thing. And then at the end, the, the music, the, the, the solo type stuff was, it sounded like it was lifted right from Randy Rhodes in from uh, Ozzy Osbourne's song, Mr. Crowley. I said, Tony, tell me, He's a sound guy, musician as well. I say, tell me, tell me if I'm hearing things. This sounds like this sounds just like it's taken right off of Mr. Crowley. And Tony, I don't know if he texted me back or called me back or what, but or emailed me back back then. But he's like, it is, you know. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this guy does he? he this guy knows. Now keep in mind, there's a song called Prime Time, uh, which is also which I've exposed as well, uh, done by Jay Z with Kanye West and. Uh, it says, yeah, primetime, beat by Dion, our third eon. That's what the blank we on, you know? Mm. Uh, our, our third eon, that's what we're on. Uh, and, it, you know, but we, you know, bleeped out the F word there. Uh, so they're saying about the third eon being the primetime. And for Crowley and Crowleyism and in, in the, in the, in the beliefs of the uh, Thelemites who follow Crowley's satanic teaching, and he's a Satanist organizer being influ- influenced a lot of these guys with Jay-Z walking around with a shirt that says, do what thou wilt, right? Which is Crowley's maxim, uh, and seeing Lucifer sin in the morning, you sin with the righteous cause, and all this. Come on, man. Uh, either, you know, these guys, I'm not saying they know all what's going on, you know, uh, because when I was channeling stuff, I didn't understand what most of my lyrics were. But I became a Christian and saw it through God's eyes, like, whoa, man, I was pushing this whole satanic coming new age under Antichrist and all. And that's why it's easy for me to spot because God's given me new eyes, you know, uh, through Him. And it's like, and I see the fingerprints all over these guys. So now that he's going back, singing about being God again, which is the lie of the new eon, because in Crowleyism, the crown and conquering child, Horus is over. It was about self-actualization, finding your true self, and realizing that you yourself are God, even though we didn't create the universe, and we're just these little things of dust that God animated, gave life for a while, but we want to pretend we're God and that we're able to do what we will. And we're, we're powerful in anything, which is a joke. Uh, it says the gods who do not create the heavens, the earth shall perish from under the earth in, in uh, the book of Jeremiah. And uh, he was all about satanic sacrifice. It says they sacrifice their, their sons and their daughters to, to demons in the book of Psalms, chapter 106, verses 37 and 38. Uh, and shed innocent blood, the sons of their uh, sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed the idols of Canaan, and the land is polluted with their blood. Uh, Crowley talked about satanic sacrifices and everything else. So we're talking about something that is very, very dark and demonic. And he's going back to the vomit uh, with working with Jay-Z and actually singing if it was like, wow, man, they're both singing about Jesus and how Jay-Z repents. That's not what's going on there. And no. let's not fool ourselves. They're singing about the old we are gods kind of thing. No, and in fact, uh, one of the last things that Jay-Z raps in the song is, we know what hell looked like. Still, it's a hell of a life. Yikes. That's actually the mm. quote. He says yikes in the song as well. But you know what? In um, the viral video that we put that you put together specifically back in 2013 regarding Beyonce, Sasha, the Super Bowl, and Satan, you detail, I mean, at length 
uh, a lot of the things that Beyonce has said. We're not going to play that clip where she talks about specifically having a demon come inside of mm-hmm. her because she can't dance and act seductively. And sing is strong until a demon entered her into her. Until she and she actually felt something come into her. Those are her words, not my own. And in that same video, you show just like you already mentioned the shirt ablazing and other things that Jay-Z has stated in the past. Here we see Jay-Z with Do What Thou Wilt emblazoned across one of his shirts. Notice also next to Lester Crowley is a book with a circle and a pentagram on the front cover. One of the most basic symbols used in the occult and Satanism to contact demonic beings as a sphere of receptivity to Satan and demonic forces often resulting in demonic possession. Jay-Z, Beyonce's husband, knows what it means to be possessed by spirits as he admits here claiming that he is a modern day Frank Sinatra and that he is possessed by spirits. I feel like, you know, Sinatra, you know, in my time, you know, modern day Sinatra, so, you know, I'm trying to live up to that, you know. I get possessed by by the spirits. I get possessed by, by the spirits. You know, it's much better. I mean, we, we don't mind. We, we do believe we want to share always the truth with you. But when you get to hear it from their own lips, I think that is so mightily important for you all to hear that, of him getting possessed by the spirits, of him wearing, as he said, across his chest, do what thou wilt, the chief maxim of a Lester Crowley, the, the godfather of modern Satanism. And so when we look at all these things, Joe, what on earth is he thinking going back to this if he doesn't know better? Yeah, you've seen this too. You look at a lot of the you know top rock stars in the past. You know, Elvis Presley claimed to be a Christian at some time, putting out a, the only gospel album that, or the only album he put out uh, that got a Grammy was a gospel album. Yet at the same time, he's high as a kite. Uh, he's chasing women. He's involved, full blown in the occult. He has uh, his bodyguards who he calls his disciples. He claims to be a, a, a Christ, a return of Christ, and. I mean, I think we've got over a million. We got ten, we got hundreds of millions of views on our Beyonce video. Yeah. Went radically viral, but I think well, maybe a million and a half views uh, on our uh, Elvis video, uh, which you could check out online because it's 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 a shocker. But Elvis, a lot of he passed himself off as a Christian. It shocked a lot of people. Uh, Little Richard claimed to be a Christian. Went at the you know at the zenith of his career, threw his you know jewelry off of a a bridge and claimed to be born again. But he went back again and again uh, to a lot of the junk, unfortunately. Eric Clapton claimed to be a Christian for a while. John Lennon claimed that he was becoming a Christian. A lot of people don't know that. You can read about that in Albert Goldman's book. Uh, he, 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 he was getting close, it seems. and He may have actually had a genuine interest for a little bit there because he realized he himself said he sold his soul to the devil. Then he was back in, the, in Satan's clutches as well. Uh, you see this with Bob Dylan. He claimed to be a Christian. Had an album called Saved. Had an album called Born Again. Uh, then you see him later returning to the same old junk again. And denying Christ as Lord and Savior, and so forth, and uh, you know, he's singing about the crossroads and going to the crossroads, and we actually have a whole thing on on the on our, on the on. If you've seen our videos, praise God! But there's a lot of things we've done since that are just a blow mine that are on the internet. We have a whole thing on on Bob Dylan. So you have a whole bunch of these guys, a whole line of them. That's why I was I was very very suspicious because I've seen this song and dance again and again. But you do hope, you know, because we see people get saved out of radical darkness. I know Chad, you and myself have been, yeah. you know. So you're hopeful still, but it's something that it's heartbreaking. We need to be praying for these guys. I, I've cried out to the Lord. I remember my wife and I, when this was first going on, uh, we listened to his album coming back from uh, San Diego, 
and we more than once prayed for him, his salvation and so forth. Uh, so that should be our hearts for people. But at the same time, we're supposed to protect the body of Christ. We're supposed to be watchmen on the wall. And we're supposed to give the warning when, when, when we see a wolf, you know, in, in the sheep's pen. And here we have one. No, I couldn't agree more. And, and like you said, you do pray for them, but you also have to be watchful. You have to be mindful. You have to look at these things. And when you see the associations coming back, and I think this has happened a number of times, as you mentioned. You talked about Bob Dylan. In fact, I think we could make an entire video, as you mentioned, John Lennon and Eric Clapton and Bob Dylan and, and, mm-hmm. and now Kanye West. All of these these men who have made professions of faith or looked into it or, or something along those lines, and then all of a sudden you're like, what are you doing? Justin Bieber most recently, you yeah. know, and still post a ton of stuff about scripture and this, cussing up a storm here and there, talking about the weed he gets from California and everything. And you're like, what is going on here? Like, yeah, peaches it, and pop stars, or you know, what's yeah, the song? It's like yeah. supposed to be a Christian, and you're you're you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of the womanizing, he's confessed even, what, since he's been married? You no, know? it's sick. You know, it's really sad that that goes on. And what also breaks my heart, and I know that uh, Tony and uh, Tommy and Josh will have to do a lot of work in putting all the links of all these videos and articles and stuff that we're mentioning in the description, but they'll be up there afterwards, I'm sure of it. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, I, I had written an article for Good Fight um, a couple years ago, and it was who is raising your children uh, because the fact is is that when I see so many parents who I I know even love the Lord online every time any celebrity ex says Jesus or God or this it's like I'm gonna have validation for my faith and my sons will be so excited or my daughters will be so excited that this guy said something good about Jesus but the fact is is that when it comes to your Christian faith you cannot put any hope in any man. That includes your pastor. That includes anyone. It says that cursed is the man who puts his trust in men. And so you don't want to put your trust there at all. You want it to be completely and wholly in Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross. And the fact is that so many people have done this, that when this happens and when people make these these statements about Jesus, I mean, it is so sad to watch because... People's hope can get deferred and make their heart sick because they're like, man, I thought we had one. And it's like, well, it's awesome. But you also could witness to the guy down the street. You also could go right down the street and share the gospel with someone and see the joy of the Lord and know that the angels are singing in heaven. And so I think that is a huge thing for us to recognize and say, let's make sure that we're about our work. And when these people make professions of faith, keep them in prayer because if they are somebody who influences culture, like Kanye uh, and, and so forth, even if they make a profession, Satan is going to do everything he can to ruin that, even if they make That's it. Right. So it's something to definitely pray about, but it's also re- recognize the spiritual warfare. And and I was thinking about this a lot because I do think this is something that miss is a miss from a lot of ministry is not recognizing the things that we allow into our homes the people that we allow to be on screen as we watch with them and not recognizing the spiritual aspect of it because I I think that we sometimes it's not it's taken lightly that Ephesians 2.2 says that the prince of the power of the air works with the sons of disobedience. It's taken lightly that Ephesians 6.12 says we wrestle not, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against these principalities, against these these powers, the rules of the darkness of this world. The sons of disobedience. He's the prince of the power of the air. It says that works through the sons of disobedience as he guides the course of this world. So they're using human beings and they're very deceptive and his ministers, it said, Paul says, 2 Corinthians 11, transform themselves into 
uh, ministers of righteousness. Man, it says, no wonder for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Uh, so uh, we have to be very wary. We can't just accept, hey, this, you know, the false prophet that tells people to worship the Antichrist in the end times. We're told scripturally that that false prophet looks like a lamb. He looks like he represents Christianity, but he speaks like a dragon. And that's why we have to be very careful here because if you look at one of, and we deal a lot with pop culture, we deal with spiritual warfare, we deal with eschatology, end times, all these go together. Mm, so for me, yeah. and we're discernment ministry, you know, and to me it's like, well, this ministry specializes in this, this is that. It's like, well, they actually all go together, you know, and the more you get a handle on all of them, the better, because if you look at the stratagem that Satan used with regard to, like, for instance, getting the early church, persecution didn't work, you know. Uh, he, he persecuted, he persecuted, persecuted. Yeah, there's people that deny Christ, but the church got stronger and stronger and stronger. As Tertullian said, the, the blood of the saints was the seed of the church. God used it to grow the church. Uh, the death metal bands, they were burning down churches in Scandinavia, left and right, man. Horrific, but guess what? The Christian church got stronger and stronger and stronger. And one of them, in an interview, admits that that was happening, that it actually backfired. They were, Christians were getting stronger, you know? So Satan knows that that ultimately doesn't work. He tried that through Nero and Domitian and you know, the, the different, some of the different Roman emperors and so forth. And guess what? It was like, ooh, we can't beat the church. Let's join them. So then you have the rise of Constantine claiming to be a Christian. And in time, you had an admixture between Christianity and the world and, and eventually more and more paganism. Uh, so you, now you have Mary as a, someone you pray to and, and, and she's with the baby Jesus and all these things. So it's interesting because I, I believe what could be going on here is in the end, you're going to have a, a form of uh, such an apostasy where the Antichrist sits in the temple showing that he's God. It's going to seem to be like this guy claims to be God. And people, Christians will be, be getting killed, it says, by those thinking they're doing God's service. First, or John chapter 16, the first few verses. And the false prophet will bring down fire in the presence of the, the, the Antichrist and declare him to be legit. And he will look like a lamb, but he'll speak like a dragon. So I believe there's a false form of Christianity where it won't necessarily say this is Christianity, but it'll have enough of so-called Christianity in it, uh, vestiges of it, that it'll bring along to seduce professing believers. So we have to love the truth so much that we hate lies. We have to love Jesus so much that, and love his word so much and be, and be so immersed in it, in the genuine article, so that when the counterfeit comes around, it's like, yeah, that's obviously a counterfeit, you know? So it's important that we see the stratagem a lot of times is to mix paganism with Christianity. Even the New Age movement, you know, and Hinduism and a lot. Crowley himself, you know, Blavatsky, they'll use Christ as one of the, you know, yeah. they'll absorb them into the pantheons, you know, uh, in, in different ways. Not the Christ of Scripture, though. Otherwise, they'd be saying he's the only way. We can't be involved in demons. This new age is a lie. But obviously, they're not doing that. No, and that's true. And I, and I got to be honest, this, this next part we're going to be talking about, the reason we are actually having this discussion is specifically because of what came out in terms of his partnership. Now, we probably would have touched on it maybe in a shorter episode if he simply just had Jay-Z on his album. That's a big deal, and I think right there yeah. you realize the fruit of that Absolutely. already. But this next show, but this does for sure. This next one, in in my view, in, in all honesty, is nailing the coffin in terms of him being at all a brother in a Christ and maybe someone deceived even. Uh, you know, there's people that have blind spots and so forth. But in terms of this, uh, being involved with Lil Nas X, being involved with him, producing his music, and, and we'll get into that, 
But I want to give a timeline of who Lil Nas X is because we've did we did an entire episode when he did his Montero song. A lot of people may know and and recognize Lil Nas X as the one who was taking a ride down a stripper pole and then seemingly having sex with Satan, giving him a lap dance in hell. Um, him being very outspoken, he's uh, homosexual. But a lot of people didn't know that their young kids, their young children, yeah. were already following Lil Nas X. Really, really sick and sad, man. Because of his song, Old Town Road, with Billy Ray Cyrus. Country song. I know, exactly. A country song. Deceptive. With, yeah. uh, very deceptive. And you see him there in Old Town Road. And you saw this played everywhere. I went to dance recitals for my niece. Next thing I know, guess what they're dancing to? Old Town Road. Oh, he was going to, I think, elementary schools or whatever with a ton of little kids singing along like, oh, this guy's just so cool. Boom, man. Did a lap dance with Caricature Satan. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and kids along. It's interesting. NPR. Quick, yes, yes, yes. When I mentioned all these people that claim to be Christians, well, one that reminds me, one I didn't mention, that kind of sucked a lot of people in the perversion after that, which millions of kids were watching saying, she loves Jesus. Oh, she's and many parents saying she's safe. And I know these parents... You know, this is kind of what you were saying when, oh, so-and-so is professing faith. Miley Cyrus, man. The, you know, Disney Channel or whatever. She's like, oh, man, she just talks about her relationship with God and so forth. And I saw an interview with her. A uh, guy was cutting my hair. A good friend of ours, Trista, used to go here. And she's like, Lisa and I would get a haircut together back then and 45 minutes away. And she said, oh, you should check out this article on Miley Cyrus claiming to be Christian. Da, da, da. I knew she had been. I read this article, you know, like some woman's salon that's in, in her garage, right? And it's all about how she cordons off a big part of the house for herself and because she, she's got her own life. And I said, hmm, before there was anything blatant, I wasn't watching Hannah Montana. I'm sure there was a lot blatant if I would have seen anything. I'm like, ooh, this girl wants to be really independent, but how independent, you know? And then before you know it, I mean, it wasn't, didn't take her long at all. It took Britney Spears a little while, you know? But all of a sudden, before you know it, I mean, she's doing some of the sleaziest things on aired to the, to the public right away. And guess what? All these kids who she became not mom who works really hard who loves the lord who reads the word it not that's not who i want to be like i want to be like hannah montana you know i want to be like miley cyrus or britney spears before you know it these gals who are hopefully learning the word and so forth but they're allowed to you know get into this gal a little bit because she's a christian boom all of a sudden she's on this downward spiral and she brought a lot of those gals with her as they matured and all of a sudden the potty mouth the loose lifestyles not all of them but many of them followed in her wake so Satan, this is a tried and true stratagem that Satan uses. That's what we have to, as you said, Chad, people don't know what they're allowing in their homes and in their kids' hearts. We have to be very, very, very cautious about what we allow. And we need to also give the caveats with those that even seem to be good and say, but you know, we always make sure we test everything by Scripture. If they get off, we got to make sure we love the Lord our God first and foremost, and He's first in our lives. Yeah, and you know, Miley Cyrus, I believe the first big thing while she was starting out that trend she had uh, retweeted or tweeted a quote, and I believe it was from Lawrence Krauss, and he was talking mm -hmm. about how that. we're all stardust. And he said, you know, forget Jesus. Yeah, he's an atheist. Yeah, he's an atheist. Jesus he hates, hater. He hates God. And the fact is that the, the tweet basically said, forget Jesus, stars died so you can live because you're simply stardust. Yeah. And it's blasphemy. It's like stars died in your place. Yeah, and it is absolutely blasphemous. And when we look at Miley Cyrus... As you said, you know, we have a video as well, Miley Cyrus Drug Pusher, because that's what she pushes in her song where she keeps talking about Molly and so forth. 
And sadly, you just see the destruction, you know, the divorce, you know, and so forth, and, and some of the destruction in her lifestyle. It is really heartbreaking when you look at that. And the fact is, is that you had mentioned Britney Spears. And Lil Nas X actually did a very similar thing. And it and it's really interesting. I watched an interview with him talking about how at the BET Awards, he made out with a guy on stage. And he didn't tell BET he was going to do it because he said they would have panned out. Uh, and in fact, the, the guy who was interviewing him said, yeah, when those girls were, when the twerking was going on, uh, the it was all panned out so they couldn't see it. So I was glad you didn't say anything so that you could get that kiss on film. And he said, yeah, I got all this uproar. Nobody said anything when the girls were doing it because it was sexy. I was like, are you kidding me? I was not even saved at the time. And I remember the uproar when Madonna and Britney Spears mm-hmm. and Christina Aguilera went and kissed in front of everybody. It, of course it was a big deal because the Bible says in Romans 1, it's an unnatural affection. So you know deep down Intuitively, your conscience yeah. bears witness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just by our creative order. We know and that's why wrong. Why does Madonna say that she shows herself kissing other gals in public, Chad? Oh, yeah. She told the advocate that she does it over and over Amazing, again and yeah. so that you would subconsciously, so that in your head subconsciously, maybe you'll be aroused by it. And the more you see it and see it, see it, eventually you'll accept Come it. Come to accept it. And that's exactly what they're doing with this whole deal. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.